Welcome to A Night With, the show where we invite members of the TF2 community to discuss the game and the people who play it. Tonight we're on with Hintshot, a quickly growing TFTuber whose channel focuses on Spy. Hintshot, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. It's it's a real big pleasure. I'm super happy to have gotten to make this connection um, through uh, Tony <laughs> Allen. Thank God for him. Um, yeah. <laughs> for, for people that haven't heard of you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh boy. Well, I am, as you said, I'm a TF2 content creator who focuses on spy. Um, more on the educational side, so I like to make video essays, which most people probably know me from. Um, but I also focus sometimes on live commentary, um, generally just experimenting video formats, but trying to keep it educational. I also sometimes dabble in music as well. So that's about me. Nice. Uh, what what made you initially want to start up this channel? Um. Oh, good question. I think it was. Um. I think actually the first thing I ever uploaded to my channel was a three-second source filmmaker test animation. Um. When I was just learning animation because I was bored, and for some reason that got like a thousand views, and I was like, what? Um, and then I uploaded like nothing else, but eventually I uploaded a, um, a TF2 montage just because I'd gotten into it. I think that was back in 2017, something like that. Okay. Um, and then I just decided, you know what, why not? I got into YouTubers like Mr. Paladin, uh, Buselk as well, back when he was doing TF2. And yeah, I just thought, let's, let's, let's go for it, I suppose. <laughs> Mr. Paladin, that's... Actually, I was thinking about when I was writing up your intro, I was like, I could do the new Mr. Paladin, but mm. I figured to yeah. separate a little bit. I Your guys' content definitely like crosses over. Yeah, I think whether subconsciously or otherwise, you see, I seem to have been influenced a lot by him, which is, I mean, fair enough. It's, it's a compliment it's a great at this influence. point. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people do call me the new Mr. Paladin or something like that, which is, which is quite sweet, honestly, but... I mean, you kind of have to be now. He plays medic, right? There's no I think so. I, don't, to... I don't even know if he uploads anymore. I think he's sort of on a, a hiatus or oh, is something, he? which is a bit sad. But you know, he's he's doing what makes him happy, I suppose. Yeah, it, it you're starting to see that pattern a lot with some TF tubers, and it's definitely mm. it's definitely a problem. But it is being taken care of by the new ones coming in. I think that that's yeah. exciting. I wasn't expecting to see like a, a generation of a new generation of, of, of YouTubers playing this game that's like a billion years old, but uh, here we are, I guess, um, and we're still having fun doing it, even though very little attention is being given to the game anymore. But I don't know, I'm still I'm still finding fun in it. Um, and still, yeah, you know, it, it rakes in the views. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> <Somehow>. absolutely. <laughs> I don't know, how, I just keep forgetting how much TF2 videos can just pop off, like some of Lazy Purple stuff when he gets over 10 million views on a video, and it's like, how? How does this, how does this happen? This game is old, no one, no one knows. <laughs> Ask anyone in real life if they've heard of TF2, and they'll say no, and yet it still just it dominates the algorithm at this point. So. It's such a it's such a nice little corner of the internet to have and to mm. have a big role in because like anybody can look at the spy and be like oh I've I've seen him from like the the flipping mm. off a chair into a noose uh, yeah. scene yeah that's a funny <laughs> gift yeah everyone seems to know it but a, a lot of everyone seems to have seen it but not a lot of people seem to actually like know what it is which is interesting uh, but it seems to also 
completely just dominate YouTube a lot of the time. Absolutely. <laughs> interesting. I love it. Um, how many how many hours do you have in TF2? Um, not not a huge amount compared to other YouTubers my size. Actually, I think I'm nearing two thousand now. Uh, mm. yeah, something like that. Which it's I, I it's I, I'm partly ashamed of saying that because <laughs> there are YouTubers like Rocketman Fran who has over two thousand, nearly three thousand, I think, and. You know, but like, I don't know whether hours equate to experience a lot since you, it's not really like yeah. playing hours, it's like opening the application hours so a lot of people can just sit with it idle and get their hours up, but Wait still still up. partly ashamed. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Still still partly ashamed of not having like 10,000 hours. Like, I, I don't understand how you can play this game for 10,000 hours. Just... I totally agree with you. I think that the person that I've seen that has the most hours, I'm pretty sure it's Stabby. Mm. Or, or no, it's swipes. It's swipes. Who's yes. got like what, f almost ten thousand, or maybe fourteen thousand at this point? I do not remember. Yeah, something like that. Blows my mind. Like you've got to plateau at skill at some point, right? Like he's got to just you be. Must. He's just. He's just, just got. He's one TF two at this point. <laughs> what, what, what initially made you pick up TF two those two thousand hours ago? Um. Well, I think it was, it's a funny story actually, I was in uh, high school and I think this this guy who I'd like, I, like I just started high school and this guy asked me, uh, have you ever played TF2? And this guy was like one of the popular crowd, so me having no idea what TF2 was, but like having seen the funny Gmod animations and such, um, mm. I, I was like, uh, I, said, I said I'd play the demo version of TF2, like because me playing a lot of mobile games usually there's like a free demo version you can play for a certain amount of time rather than buying the full version but i didn't know tf2 was free so i said i'd played the demo version <laughs> luckily this guy who asked me also hadn't played much tf2 so he completely bought it <laughs> he completely bought my lie and then um that night in an attempt to look cool i uh, i started playing tf2 and i actually ended up liking it and I, I i think i went back to that same guy who asked me before and i was like well, I, I, I played a lot of TF2 recently and I've asked some questions about the game and he just had no idea because he hadn't played it as much as I had <laughs> by that point, which is quite funny. So the whole reason I got into TF2 was at a desperate attempt to try and seem cool, which I never did, by the way. That's the conclusion to that story. What, no one what do you mean? plays TF2. Seems, we all you know. know that TF2 players are the coolest people on earth. We know Come that, on. but people well, who go outside yeah. and do things. <laughs> may not the grass touchers. That. Yeah, as they're called. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, I'm getting over a cold still. Um, uh, how has TF2 changed since you started playing? Um, that's a good question. I, I started playing, I think, um, a couple months before the Meet Your Match update. So, not not a huge amount, I don't think. Um, a lot of people got very angry at the Meet Your Match update, and I didn't really understand why, because I still wasn't hugely you know, experienced in the game and I was just having fun doing what I was doing, but um, I've seen like, uh, obviously we've seen a lot of people come and go, a lot of YouTubers come and go, but I think the general climate around people who play TF2 has stayed a lot the same, you know, we keep beating the same jokes into the ground, mm -hmm. uh, we keep using the same gimmicky loadouts. Um, it is, it is just, it seems to be timeless. I mean, I, I obviously I didn't join like a decade ago i joined like 2015 2016 but, okay yeah, it's around um, the same time i did too 
Yeah, but it's it's still, you know, surprisingly unchanged for all that time still. Which class is your favorite to pay, to play against and your least favorite to play mm. against? That's a good one. Um, as I'm a spy main, I'm going to have to say that my favorite class to play against is probably heavy just because of how easy it is <laughs> to play against and because it's the easiest pick you can get pretty much. Um, also funny that I like playing against snipers as spy because a lot of people nowadays are complaining about sniper being overpowered, but... As Spy, you're kind of subjected to the powerful parts of Sniper the least, because you can go invisible, and it's kind of hard to headshot someone who's invisible, so that's nice. But when, I, when I'm playing any other class, my least favorite class to play against is probably Sniper. Mm -hmm. um, and I say probably because it's not so much playing against him a lot of the times as it is avoiding him. One, one class that I think is not talked about uh, much about how annoying it is to play against is Engineer. <laughs> I think... A lot really? of the time, engineer. Yeah, I think a lot of it, especially with the Wrangler, if there's more than one of them, any last point objective, it can just feel like banging your head against a wall for several minutes. But not a lot of people are talking about that. I think Sniper's taking a lot of the hate spotlight for now, which is fair enough because I like playing engineer, but still playing against him can just feel like you can do absolutely nothing, especially in pubs when there's it's harder to create a coordinated push and such. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised there's no mention of pyro when it comes to mm. least favorite to play against is it is it what is, what is your opinion on like the pyro spy matchup well i, th I think it's interesting to an extent i think it's it's more you know there's more interesting mind games you can do against a pyro i think it's it's pretty easy for him to find a spy no matter what skill level you are but I tend to be more of the traditionalist spy, where I, I, I like wait in the shadows and pick my moments and whatever. Okay. So when I can avoid a pyro, I do pretty much. Um, when you can uh, avoid confrontation with your obvious like your intended class counter, I mean you take mm. it right. But um, okay, so it's more of an avoidance yeah. game than a than a confrontation. Yeah, I guess game. so. And they're also one of the easiest classes to trick stab, especially if they're just WM warning you. So. That paired with the kunai, you can get rid of the afterburn pretty easy. That's um, a good point. That's yeah. I should remember that. I sometimes I completely <laughs> forget that the kunai exists because I cannot stand the thing. Oh, dude, it's like the most powerful. It's like the most I, powerful. I knife. know. I thing. know. I, I wish that I liked it. My my issue is that I fell in love with the with a big earner so early that I'm like. I don't want to use any other knife. During your and formative I, years of spy, you fell in Yes. <laughs> I grew up with <laughs> the big knife that makes you go really fast, and that's yeah. awesome. It is um, really fun. <clears throat> so pyros are my definitely the least favorite to play against. Yeah, I see. Um, yeah. Which, uh, cool. what, do you, what do you think of the way that Valve is currently treating TF2? Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, what's to be said that hasn't been said already? I mean... I never thought, in my opinion, I never thought the bot crisis was that terrible. Even during like the, the worst years of it, like towards the like late 2020-ish bit, when it was just when people were saying it's overrun and it's unplayable, it, it wasn't unplayable. I think you could still go and play. Maybe not some of the less popular game modes because it seemed to, that the bots would, you know, the more popular game modes. If a bot joins, there's more people in them, so they know to kick the bots and such. But yeah, some of the less popular game modes you couldn't really play, but I don't think it ever became unplayable to a certain point. But um, 
I don't know. I think uh, I think I think Valve as a company, just the way it works. A lot of people are saying Valve are not a game making company anymore. They're a, they're a, they're mm. like a technology making company, and a lot of the technology they make, they push a new game with it to just experiment with the technology, and then they give the technology to other developers to do things with. Um, whether TF2 will get a huge update in the future, I'm unsure of. I like to hope that it will. Uh, a part of me inside thinks that it it must. <laughs> Um, just because how can it not? It's so successful after all these years. Yes. But I mean, it's still it's still breaking player counts. It's still top ten on Steam. It's like <laughs> like why, why would they? You know? I mean, I, and I think I, I think I've sort of made peace with that. I think a lot of people have. Mm -hmm. But we can still find fun in it. It's it's amazing that this game you can still find new things to do in it. Uh, every time you play, there's always new maps to explore that you haven't fully mastered yet. There's parts of classes to explore that you haven't fully mastered yet. Um, if, different matchups to analyze. It's, yeah. If you had to throw out a guess, do you think that Valve would first release a big update for TF2, or would they make a sequel? Um, I would guess they would probably... I mean, Valve are not known for making like lots of sequels for games things. with three at the end of them yeah for instance <laughs> i i i think um i think this the, the game would get an update before a sequel which um it's still probably i mean like it's just a hard guess at this point because it's been five years since jungle inferno but mm -hmm. I, I'd, I'd still say update i mean it's still getting little updates here and there but okay i think some people at valve will like remember how much they love the game and Maybe something will be done to update it. Who knows? Maybe we have to get a guy dressed up as Spy to stand outside the office again. Oh my gosh. For a, an update. We gotta get the whole team out there standing in front yeah. of Valve headquarters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's discuss Spy Balance. You, you've mm. made several videos on the topic, so I consider you an expert, well, oh more so than me anyways. Um, <laughs> where would you say that Spy currently stands balance-wise in the game? Well, it's 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 a very interesting discussion. It's why it's possible to make as many videos about it as I have, as much <laughs> as I've milked this class. Mm -hmm. It's because spy is like in a, in a first person shooter, spy is like the anti class, right? It's like the anti first person shooter class because you're not really going to the front lines and shooting people before they can shoot you first. You're 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 sneaking around, which in a first person shooter to try and to try and sneak around someone, it's just like. It's like, what? What are you doing? Mm. What are you doing adding this class to this game where you shoot people? Um, so I've, I, he's sort of outside of, of balance in a way. He's sort of outside the whole discussion because, I don't know, he's like his own game all by himself, really. Um, he's not, not so much part of TF2 as it is just you are playing Spy. It becomes a completely different experience. You completely change up your mindset when you switch to the class or when you switch from the class. Okay. But. That's I think he blends very well still. That's an interesting point of view. I don't think I've ever... I've Typically what you hear when it comes to spy balance is spy is the weakest class. Mm. But he's still a, a viable option in some cases. Yeah. It's... Yeah. And he's supposed to be weak, really. I mean, I've talked about this before. He's supposed to be... You know, as I say, he's not a frontline shooter guy. He's supposed to go back behind, and when he gets caught out, he's dead. That's pretty much, that's pretty much what what you do as him. So, I think when it's purposefully intended to be designed that way, then I guess you could say he is balanced, um, if you're going by the developer's intentions of what the balance is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. In with for spice tools, I kind of want to touch on each of them briefly. The mm -hmm. first one I'm curious about your opinion of is disguises. I believe mm. it was you who the other day posted a poll about yeah. do you think that spies disguises are useful, not useful, don't work. I, I can't remember the options, but what mm. what what was your what's your opinion on it? Yeah, I uh, I posted that poll because I'm going to be talking about disguises in a in a, in a video oh. i'm gonna to touch on it briefly oh, oh i know spoilers for everybody listening don't worry about it don't worry about it but <laughs> i'm gonna yeah so it, it, i i i'm in the group that i think disguises are actually kind of underrated i think um yes. a lot of people don't use them to their fullest extent and when people say that like one of the options on that poll was that this disguises are only good for against sentry guns. You can't fool anyone except a sentry gun with a disguise, which I, a lot, a surprising amount of people seem to hold that view. A lot of uh, people who play the game, you know, have a, a few thousand hours in the game, seem to hold that view. And I think it's wrong, especially in in pubs mm -hmm. where you can, you know, just uh, uh, just some good acting, which is. Um, just like acting as the class you're playing, properly getting into the mindset of a... Tr tr again, it fits into the more traditionalist spy role, but uh -huh. I, th I think disguises can be used very well, even when against like the most professional of players. Um, yeah. Do, do, you, do you think that the people that complain about disguises are just bad? Do you think that they're just not good actors? Um... No, not not necessarily. I think I think it's a mixture. I, I think it's a mixture of luck. Obviously, these people might get be getting yes. paired with a lot of people who just completely see through the thing the whole time, or a lot of people who are very very paranoid. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I, I'm not not to say that I'm a, a, the master of disguise, as it were. <laughs> but like, uh, I think I think it it, it 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 it's being used in not not the wrong way, but possibly not the most effective way. Um, which is to sort of you're, you're you're not intended to appear directly in front of your enemy disguised and for them to believe you. You're supposed to be right. just out the corner of, the, of your eye. You see someone who's the same color team as you. You're not focusing on them right now, so you don't, you know, you don't consider them a suspect. And then you get a knife in the back for it. And I think that's what disguises. Uh, that's when they're used best, really. I would agree. I I remember voting on the poll, and I remember voting for disguises are good because mm -hmm. when you use them right they you can fool just about anybody um, yeah i agree <clears throat> the classic uh f friendly so the classic your team hoovy is probably mm -hmm. yes. my favorite it's a little yes. bit degenerate but when it it's, works it's evil it's satanic a strategy and i love it so much <laughs> because it's exactly what a spy would do <laughs> i can play soldier all day long i can play scout all day long but the one that people rage at the most for sure is when they get stabbed by the hoovy that's mm. <laughs> been looking at them for five minutes no one no one no one no one uh, suspects it at all it's really funny actually Nobody sometimes does. you can get away with that yeah it's awesome uh <laughs> With so then you're you said that you're more of the traditionalist spy, um, mm -hmm. waiting in the back lines for your chance to strike. Are mm -hmm. you a are you a cloak and dagger stand? I I am a cloak and dagger yeah. stand. It, it's I've it's I've old. gone. It is it is. <laughs> let's go deep. Yeah, it was prob it. It's probably my favorite watch at this point. Um, like I've I've gone through a weird journey with the watches, but 
like I used to love the Dead Ringer, and then it was, uh, you know, not made redundant after Jungle Inferno. I think the Jungle Inferno nerf was very warranted, but I started mm. to enjoy it less. I think a lot of people did. I, I it, was, it was so weird. Like I hated the Cloak and Dagger before. I just found it just like so boring and useless. Like it runs out of cloaks so quickly. But then you find out you can equip the Latrandra, and that extends your cloak for a little bit. And then you find. Oh, I can just sit here and wait for people to come by, and I, I'm more of the type of guy who prefers to get a long kill streak rather than, you mm -hmm. know, getting like a, a, a five chain stab and then dying with the kunai or whatever. Yeah, and like just doing the same routes over and over again. It can be relaxing at times um, when you're not going against like six pyros, and you, you know you're not in like a against professional Highlander players, but. I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, what, yeah. So with, how does it rank up against the other two watches? Um, interesting. I, I Well, I, my favorite is Cloak and Dagger. Second favorite is probably Invis Watch, and then Dead Ring is probably my least favorite at this okay. point. Probably just because of my, my least favorite thing about the Dead Ring is just how dang loud it is. Um, <laughs> like, you're a stealth class, and then you decloak, and then everyone knows where you are because it makes the sound of a lightning bolt striking behind you um I, I, I don't know i think i think something should be i think they should have maybe counter buffed the dead ringer to make it quieter or something like that or maybe add a new weapon for spy that makes him have a silent decloak maybe and then maybe the dead ringer might be more useful mm. i think a lot of spies unlocks are dependable in 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 viability depending on what else you have equipped with you um there are some there are some loadouts which just gel much better than others obviously which is the sign Absolutely. of the balance class but yeah Dead Ring is no longer my favorite as it was before Jungle Inferno which is it's fair as I say I think the nerf was completely warranted yeah I, I feel like it got nerfed a little bit into the ground but mm. not in the way that made it bad but in the way that made it no fun to use or play against yeah. I it's <clears throat> my issue with it is that it's always like when you try to feign your death, people have pretty much completely seen through. No, that shouldn't have done enough damage. He's still mm. around here somewhere, and then they shoot a couple other places, yeah. and then you're dead. It's... Yeah, a lot of a lot of the times it's not used as a feign death as much. It's just a get out of jail free card. Yeah, a second point. life, and I yeah. it, it's too bad. I hope that when that next major update does come, Valve. Mm. I know you're listening comes... to this. Yep, when the spy yeah. update comes before the heavy <laughs> update, that yeah. should absolutely be a change. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to revolvers, then, uh, are there any balance issues that you see between those? Um, well, I mean, the, the elephant in the room is the diamond back, right? Everyone talks mm -hmm. about how broken the diamond back is. But then again, I honestly don't see many people using it, which is interesting. Um, I, mainly probably because it's just not hugely fun to play with um, yeah. because you're getting such an egregious advantage compared to the other revolvers um but i i have the i have my own personal balance issue which is that i'm terrible at aiming so <laughs> a lot of the revolvers i prefer to use for their utility aspect more than dealing damage like which is why the latrandra is my favorite revolver just because of the cloak extension and also the nice uh plus 15 percent cloak on hit is is very nice but yeah, I, I think yeah. that if it completely depends on what kind of spy you play, because if mm -hmm. you play, so if you play gun spy, mm -hmm. you're, the ambassador is still fine, I think, like, it has absolutely been nerfed like crazy from where it had been, 
But I think mm-hmm. that it's still a viable option because typically you're a spy, you're close to the game anyways. Um, yeah. But then the Diamondback, you do, you just don't see that very much, even with like Gun Spy or whatever. It's just yeah. It's got such a weird spot, and it, it's not it even balanced. So there should be some change that comes to that, I think. Yeah. But then if I you're agree. playing Spy like he probably was intended, you're probably using the Latron J just because. Yeah. The knife is your most important tool. That's the thing that just yeah. kills people in one hit. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that ambassador nerf was crazy. Do you remember when they like they they, they nerfed it and they gave it like a random spread to begin with, which was like reverted immediately. They were like, "That was a terrible idea. Let's do that." But who who is in charge of giving the ambassador <laughs> a spread? Good God, the what, what were they weapon. doing? I I yeah. have no idea. I wasn't around for that one specifically, or like I at least right. didn't play Spy then. Um, mm. But it blows my mind to think that someone at Valve was like, "Oh." Of course, we'll just make aiming like harder on it. You may give it a random chance <laughs> of whether you hit your shot or not, along with the other nerf that they gave it eventually, which was that you just can't get headshots at a certain range, which is a bit. I mean, I, I guess it makes sense. Spy is not sniper, and no yeah. one likes sniper, so. <laughs> Do you so with all these? There, there's definitely a lot of issues in balance when it comes to spy, but. Him being a weak class like he is, um, intentionally, uh, do you ever get discouraged from playing as Spy? And if yeah. so, how do you get over it to improve? Oh. Because I play Spy, I run in, die every single time, even though I'm doing my best, and then I just switch to Soldier. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. How do you do it? You ser- I, I, I at least you certainly have good spy days and bad spy days. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Sometimes you'll log on, play TF2, and every single match you get is just you're being destroyed as spy. There's no point picking spy. Everyone knows where you are at all times. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, and then you maybe you take a break, and then sometimes you come back and you just absolutely d- destroy the game. Um, a lot of it is very random. It's not a lot of it is not so much based on your own performance as it is based on the enemy team's performance and awareness of, and knowledge of spy as a class. And what he can do mm. um so i don't know i think there is i think there is a, a sort of a plateau of the experience and skill curve that you can get to where you can deal with more experienced players while going for the ones who maybe know about spy less which might seem like bullying now that i say it out loud but <laughs> um I, I don't know when you when you get discouraged from playing spy i mean you can just switch class as you say i mean there's nothing stopping you i think um Switching class uh, when you realize that there's nothing to be done um, with a spy in that game is probably healthier for your brain than sticking as him and trying, nevertheless. Um, yeah, but uh, one of the biggest discouraging things is when you join a, a lobby like midway through and there's already like a, a, a spy who's top scoring or near top scoring on your team. And mm-hmm. it's just like, well, what else can I really add to this? Um, but then they've been, they've been playing the game since it started and, you know, they've been dominating the team and whatever. It's, it's, it's a lot of perspective and a lot of, you know, not so much dependent on yourself. Don't beat yourself up about it, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Keep trying, take breaks, cor- play different classes. Of course I won't like beat that. myself up about it. The other team's doing that for me. Yeah. See? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, game balance-wise, so in in its entirety you have three things that you can change uh in an update that's coming to tf2 what are those three things oh boy um oh wow 
alongside, a lot of people are probably expecting me to say remove random crits, and I would like that. I despise random crits, especially as a spy. Why do you? Why does like one in three melee hits always random crit you? But <laughs> aside from that, I I would really. This is not so much balance as it is just quality of life. I would really like a, a button on the main menu, like there is in Man vs Machine, where you can that you can untick to not join a match in progress. Sometimes I'd like to just join a match directly from the start rather than joining like halfway through or that annoying thing where you join and the game ends right as you join and then you're just left there at the next <laughs> map selection screen or whatever. Um, but in terms of balance, I think just... Because uh, there, there are some overpowered things that some classes have, but I think rather than buffing some of those things, you should just bring the rest of their options up to the same level. Like a lot of the classes, like heavy is notoriously very, very stale as a class. Mm -hmm. You just hold left click for the entire game, and if you have a pocket medic, then bam, you've got a 30 kill streak. But I think that's just because a lot of his other options just don't work as well. Um, and it's the same with, with several of the other classes. So I don't know, just make each class more fun, I guess. <laughs> um, you, you gave me three options. You gave me th I three yes. things to change here, and I don't know which one I'm on. But <laughs> <laughs> three things, and as general as you like. So, right, making the game more fun. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> wow. Um, what else would I do? I have no idea what to do about sniper, so don't even ask me that. Like, <laughs> does sniper about need a change? Um, I think I don't know. Um, my mindset used to be, um, like, because Sniper's recently taken the spotlight in balance discussion away from Pyro. Pyro, everyone used to complain like hell about Pyro, mm -hmm. but my mindset was, I was also playing a lot of Overwatch around this time, and that was around the time when they were updating every week and changing, doing balance changes every week, and it just got exhausting because no one could adapt to the meta, no one could understand what the class was doing for long enough to learn how right. to counter them. Um, so my mindset towards the pyro balancing was just like, just leave it alone for a bit, and I think people will just become better at fighting him. And I think to an extent the same thing is happening with Sniper right now. Um, whether something also needs to change to help scoot that process along a little bit, I'm not sure. A lot of people uh, have, have articulated my thoughts in a much better way than I could. I don't, I don't play a lot of Sniper because as I say, my aim is atrocious. Um, yeah, I, I've genuinely, I've, I've, I've run out of thoughts to think on Sniper. Um, that is, that is fair. It's, yeah. it's definitely the, the conversation that has dominated TF2 for a good while. And I'm kind of sick of it. I, yeah, Sniper's good. Just don't, just, just outplay him. Really just, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a skill issue, but it's kind of a skill issue. It's kind Figure of a it skill out. issue. It's, it's Don't walk into a sightline over and over. And yeah. Honestly, I think that a lot... Uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of the TF2 fan base is uh, is young, is, is new to the game. Mm. And so a lot of people are just kind of getting blown up by Sniper because they don't know how to counterplay. It's kind of like Spy. Like, Spy can absolutely dominate yeah. people that aren't... Uh, experience at the game so that spy outcry has ended a long time ago because so many people have gotten more experience but now yeah. every new player that comes in gets stabbed three times and then they say this game sucks i quit exactly exactly <laughs> I, I mean those are the two pick classes right spy and sniper so i guess yes 
uh, getting killed in one shot is never fun, um, no matter what. But I, th I feel like people forgive it a lot more with Spy just because it is so easy to avoid and mm -hmm. see coming. Um, Sniper is kind of Sniper is very map dependent, really, in in a, in a way. Um, if you've got close quarters, obviously Sniper's not going to be as effective. But if you've got maps with enormous sight lines, like Enclosure or Upwards, uh, to some extent, um, or yeah, it's 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 a lot of things revolve around Sniper rather than Sniper being a core issue. Um, mm. I yeah, I don't know. Just get better, I guess. I don't get, know. <laughs> get literally just get good. There you go. And that being said, it, it is it is very upsetting when you get shot by a sniper, like just by walking through a corridor or something, and it's just like, gosh damn! But then you just don't walk through that corridor; you take there another you route. It's that, it's say, that learning lesson. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's change gears over to your channel specifically, because um, mm. I find your fan your your channel very interesting to learn about. Uh, you have a sizable YouTube audience, and with the effort you put into your videos. I doubt that its growth is going to slow anytime soon. How has this growth been for you? Oh, my ego is just shot through yeah. the roof, you know? Yep. My, head, you <laughs> my head is inflated to the it size makes, of it. It makes you want to come on again. I just, I just yeah, it does. Um, how, how? Sorry, what was the question? I was too busy making a joke. <laughs> Your ego was getting to me. How has yeah, this sorry. growth been for you? Um, It's been weird. Um... I've tried not to obsess over it a lot. Like a lot of people would be like, "Oh, you've just hit forty thousand subscribers. You just hit this many subscribers." Like, like my mother tells me a lot of the time. She tells me, "Oh, you just hit forty three thousand subscribers." She's, your mom she's watches your YouTube videos? Oh, yeah, she's obsessed with it. It's great. What? It's adorable. My mom um, hasn't yeah. watched mine. Oh my! I'm like, that's what I've heard a lot. Yeah, ask her. Come on, you need your. She, she mom, I play a game called TF2. You need to come <laughs> and watch my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, and my mom has no idea what the game is, but like, just, <laughs> and my grandparents watch it as well, and it's like, that's oh, adorable. Oh yeah, gosh. they have no idea what they're looking at. They just know that it's my voice and that what it's their. What a cool support system. That's nice. I know, right? Um, but, but yeah, I try not to obsess over the subscriber count or the view count. Obviously, it's great. It's a nice serotonin boost when. YouTube tells you, oh, your numbers are bigger than the numbers were last month. Well done. Mm. Um, but, like, I try and just ignore it. I try and just keep making what I'd make as if I had, you know, a thousand subscribers or less than a thousand subscribers. Like, when... I, I think I, I... My Spy is the Weakest Class video, obviously, is what blew me up into the stratosphere, of course, as I am now dominating YouTube. But... But... <laughs> at, at, around that time, I had about 350 subscribers before then. And it still, to this day, feels like I only have 350 subscribers from my mindset because it's just so yeah. surreal to, to, to believe that I have a, a, an audience that I have, um, which is still like, I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm no Markiplier, but it's it's <laughs> just, just very nice to, I guess just nice to stay humble, really, and just appreciate every single one of those people. Does that mindset, do you think that that mindset helps uh decrease the amount of stress that such growth puts on your 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 content quality and stuff like that oh absolutely i've, I've just sort of like i i've blanked out the numbers to the point where it's like i mean i can't envision forty three thousand people at once like mm. I, I can't i can't that, that wouldn't be able that you have to have a big room to fit a lot of all those people in yeah no kidding. um so it's like my brain just can't comprehend it so i'm just like i guess i'll just carry on doing <laughs> what i like doing uh regardless um so in a way I, I guess it's i guess it's helped me i guess it's left me a lot unchanged um 
it's just now I can look forward to more people appreciating what I do rather than having one comment saying this is a good video I'd have like two comments saying this is a good video <laughs> um it's I don't know it's, it is nice it's just a nice heartwarming thing with this many people I think that's a healthy way of looking at it for sure that's got to help mm -hmm. a lot I I have not experienced such growth and it's something that hey. I I am worried about in the future because I can just feel myself getting big someday. Uh, <laughs> but but no, I that's such a good outlook to have on it. Where other people, like, I was talking to, in a previous episode, I was talking to uh, Tony Allen. Mm -hmm. And he said, like, yeah, dude, this is this is so much stress. And he's got, he's got like, 9K subscribers right now. I can't remember the exact number, but... Um, right. Eh, he probably has more than that. But he... he it's weighing on him. So having that ability to say, you know, it's just like I when I had when I was starting out, it's just like 350 subscribers. Yeah. I, I think, think you got to stay with the mindset that you're making things for yourself. You got to stay with that selfish mindset. You're making things that you enjoy making. Mm -hmm. That's how I've always wanted to approach it since the beginning. Um, and eventually you will find your audience someday. Um, yeah. People will flock know, to you, not your not your exactly. content. Exactly. And be, and of course you can pander to the market and get hundreds of thousands of views and you know become hugely rich but like i i, I don't know i just prefer not to <laughs> like i prefer to just like stay where i am like I, i'm happy where i am right now honestly like even if i didn't get any bigger i'd be happy with this little audience that i have i'm there is still that fear of 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 the spotlight for me at some point it's like oh god there are people out there talking about me and i don't even know that they're talking about me isn't that weird <laughs> um but yeah i don't know I don't know. Just trying to stay humble, I guess. That's a good way to do it. Um, you come from you come from a creative background, graphic design and musical. How mm -hmm. have these helped with your video creation process? Oh, dude, it's it's just it's just it's great. This is my this is uh, YouTube is just every creative thing that I enjoy doing put into one, and I genuinely don't know what I what I would do without it. Like I enjoy making art, I enjoy making music, I enjoy playing video games, writing, script writing. Um, I'm a drama student, so obviously a little messed up in the head in that department, but <laughs> I enjoy, um, like, it's just everything. It's so, it's such a perfect uh, lightning in a bottle thing where it's everything that I enjoy doing. And I'm just in that lucky stage where people also enjoy what I'm doing, but it's just, it's, it's my creative. It's so, it's so cathartic for me to make this stuff because I don't know. I don't know what I would do not making it genuinely. Um, so I guess I'm glad it's here really. Yeah, what with your with your musical background, where what what is that like? What I I didn't do a ton of research. Okay, I run a podcast, and I should be researching my, uh, my guess, <laughs> but no, I, I figured it just ask during the thing. That's just as good. What what is your musical background? <laughs> yeah, the, the reason you don't really know about it is because my musical background is non-existent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been tinkering around on the piano since I was like eight years old, but like not really knowing anything. Only recently, actually, uh, last December-ish, did I start taking proper piano lessons, and I've been doing that since. But I don't know. I just my musical background is that I've listened to a lot of music, and I I I, I know what sounds good to me, and I make what sounds good to me. And then, as I say, this is my outlook on everything. It's like 
if, if I make what I enjoy, eventually other people who, will, who enjoy what I enjoy will come to me and then we'll all be happy and we'll have a tea party and everyone will have <laughs> a good time. Um, but I don't know, I just, I like making music because I like listening to music, I suppose. I'm not the most experienced in making music. Um, you know, I've still got an, an, an enormous amount to learn. Um, but we can only we can only do our best, really. Yeah. So there you <clears throat> go. that's the exciting part too. Having more to learn mm -hmm. is the is the fun part. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, what strategies for outreach have you implemented to help grow your channel? Outreach is in trying in to like, pump those numbers up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm and I'm asking for a friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm he's just curious. Is I see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, well, d tell your friend, I guess, to just I don't know, get lucky. Um, <laughs> I'm just get good. I, it's a good, issue, I guess, dude. It is. Um, I don't know. Find uh, that healthy middle where something that you enjoy doing also gets popular. Like with me, it's video essays. People, people love video essays right now. They just eat them up. They do. Um, I do. Like the like the like the viewers. They are like just the, the nothing but numbers to me. No, I'm joking. The, but <laughs> I don't know. Just um, do that. Eventually, you'll get lucky, and people will be like, "Hey, you want to come on this podcast and talk about TF2 and your YouTube group?" Um, oh my god, know. you're right. You see, you see, we're, we're one and the same, you and I. Well, that's um, absurd. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I generally, I couldn't tell you because I haven't really tried to get big. It's just sort of happened. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, so just be there along for the ride, I guess. And just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. And something will happen eventually, I suppose. That makes sense. What, what, uh, I guess we can get into plugs later. Um... What is your creative process like for these video essay videos? Well, um, it's a good thing you asked that because I'm currently working on one right now. So I'll be able to tell you exactly what, what it's like. It's Basically, I mean, it starts with at 3 a.m. waking up in a cold sweat with an idea. Um, yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the healthy it's just a, Dude, a surprising <laughs> amount of my ideas come from uh, at 3 a.m. I have a folder on my phone called 3 a.m. ideas that I just write down, even <laughs> if I don't have them at 3 a.m. and it feels like a 3 a.m. idea. I don't know. It's really weird. That's where a lot of my creative juices come from. But always starts with the idea, with a concept you want to talk about. Um, and then you just play, in my case with TF2, you might play with a certain weapon or with a certain play style or paying attention to a specific part of what you're playing and then I have a little just like a little notepad document open on my other monitor and every time I think oh that was interesting I might want to talk about what just happened there like with that interaction or you know oh. how that affected the game state and then I'll write down that little thing on the little notepad document and then I'll just play for a, a couple couple months and eventually I have just a full page of no ideas that I can then transcribe and try and articulate into a into a script of some sort which might go through a couple of rewrites um and then i mean the script is really the the beefiest part right it's the mm -hmm. it's the core of the video i feel a lot of people can be like oh your editing is is so good and stuff but it's just like i feel like the script is still the most important part even to this day um but yeah once you've got the script it's 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 not plain sailing from there obviously but mm -hmm. you've got a i i have the disadvantage that for some reason i like to make my own music for my spy talk videos i don't know why I do that to myself. <laughs> it, it extends the process of creating a video by like several months. Um, but 
yeah a lot of it after you've got the script you've just got to voice over it and then you've got to cut that up in the edit add your gameplay over make sure it's relevant but towards the end i have like a little clip list i write myself a little list of clips that i need to collect that are relevant to what i'm talking about mm-hmm. um so it's like a little it's like a little achievement thing i have like a little do this very specific thing and okay. uh record it and then stick it in the right place and that can take honestly that can take the, the longest part like half yeah. of the entire process it can just be me trying to do that specific thing so that i can say see this thing happened um <laughs> and, and then show an example of that happening um so you yeah. write before you write before you get gameplay a lot of the time yeah well i get gameplay beforehand as well but i just don't record it right i get gameplay okay. and then I, I i'm like okay that that should that would be cool i should talk about that um okay and then afterwards i'll try and i know it's not probably not the most efficient way of doing it but afterwards i then go back and be like okay i need to get an example of this happening again um which as i say can take a while but i i I play with the thing first and then i write about it and then i yeah try and get the best examples of it which again is probably not the best way of doing it but it works for me i suppose okay how long is how long does it typically take this whole process to make one of your videos boy it can take it can take a while i think my um my last big video essay which is when does spy work best i think that took about five months um which was yeah that was a big one but also again that was partly because probably like half of that was spent with the animated intro at the start like just the animation part which again i don't know why i do this to myself it only makes my videos take longer to produce but you know what? Quality over quantity and all that. Do you, um, absolutely. Do you do all of these things yourself? Do you have any help? I do. I do it all absolutely myself. It's it's a very wow. <laughs> a very a very a very selfish thing that I I like to have everything I make be a hundred percent from me. And uh, again, it has downsides in that stuff takes longer to make. But mm. I guess it's more fulfilling for me in a way. And then I get to have these, uh, you know, self-gratifying moments where people are like, oh, you do that all yourself? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would argue that yeah. it keeps the quality really good, too. Because there's like when mm. you have several people working for you or even just one person, it's it's quality control just becomes an issue. Yeah. Well, it can be hard to execute your exact vision, right? Like when you're making a thing 100% yourself, you know exactly what you want everything to look like. And you can try your hardest to make it look exactly like that and i think mm-hmm. you know again as i say it's very fulfilling to do it that way but i probably should just like start getting people to do stuff for me i think i'm still <laughs> i think i uh, I, I, I mentioned the other week like in my discord server i was like i should probably just get people to start making thumbnails for my casual spy episodes and stuff which i might start doing because the thumbnails oh my god just thinking of thumbnail ideas takes up an annoying amount of time do you do you make the yeah. the thumbnails in sfm i'm guessing uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. So lot, you also have to deal with that software. Oh yeah, with all that, with all that jazz. Yeah, have to have to learn how all that works and that go lovely? through the pain of that. I wonder yeah. when it's gonna come out of beta. One of these. Oh, things. I'm so excited! So excited! <laughs> it's been it's been a hell of a long test phase. Yeah. You you mentioned that you have a video in your pipeline currently. Can you tell us a little mm, bit about it? Well, I've sort of already announced what it is. It's in, it's my next uh, in the spy talk series, which is just my most heavily edited and the highest effort put into videos that I make. Uh, mm. So this one this one's gonna take a while. It's only really productions only really just started on it. Um, but oh, what can I what can I say without can we have spoiling a, can we anything? Have a, yeah, can we have a a, a tidbit? Uh, I will say that it it, it it's 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 on a certain weapon slash tool. It's on a certain it's on a certain tool that Spy has. 
Um, slash weapon without giving too much away. Oh no, have I said too much? Oh, uh -oh. No, what's gonna happen? I've yes. already, I'm already guessing, and I <laughs> hope that it is on the red tape recorder because that thing <laughs> is. Oh, one day. That thing is the weirdest thing in the game. It is a doubt. little bit strange. It's the fact that it's like the only other alternative to the yeah. Zapper, right? It's what like Spire's one disguise kit and he basically has one Zapper and then they just added the second joke Zapper that you could use if you're no kidding. like it. Gosh, I wish that... I, so this has been my, my... I've been thinking about stuff like this and engineers PDA, Spy's um, disguise kit and spy Zapper mm. should all have another upgrade or another unlock mm, could you imagine right? like could you imagine like uh, uh uh well i guess with battle engine being at the forefront of everybody's brains right now with um uncle dane's latest mm. video yes. like a pda that is specifically for battle engineer get rid of teleporters oh, get rid of dispensers and then be awesome have some combat wise so having alternative then, unlocks to that stuff would just make everything so much less stale it'd be awesome right? And then I first spy man. I don't even know what you do. A disguise kit. You could. What about a disguise kit for buildings? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Something silly. Become a dispenser and then stab someone out of it. I think they need to add some more silly. I think Spy needs some more silly stuff in his toolkit. I think everything. I think a lot of what Spy does right now is far too similar to each other. Like every knife mm -hmm. can backstab. Every gun deals decent damage. And you have like one zapper basically, and one disguise kit, and it's like, I, th I think I think he needs something silly like the sniper having the huntsman, like that. That's really dumb. I think Spy wants it should have more of that. <laughs> can you can you come up with something along those lines just on the spot? Um, I I've been I've been of the mindset for a while that I think it'd be fun if Spy had a knife that couldn't backstab. And I've been trying to refine this idea of what what the upside to that would be, and I think it would. I, I've tossed out ideas like it gives your watch a silent decloak and a silent cloak, or something like that, or it like outlines that player to the rest of your team, um, or or it, oh, that'd uh, be it stops, really cool. Or it stops that player from being healed or something. I don't know, something like that. Um, I think Spy needs more spy y stuff, more yeah. stuff that makes him feel like a spy like that rather than oh, just. Oh yeah. Just <clears throat> oh, I on. absolutely agree. That would be sick. Mm. Oh man, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be thinking of that forever now. Um, <laughs> uh, we're coming to the end of our time. Uh, so to cap it off, do you have any big plans for your channel in the future? Um, just keep going, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm I'm I've I've just graduated college, so I've got a lot of free time on my hands right now because I'm in this sort of weird gap year phase where I don't really know what I'm doing, and I'm just mm. trying to see how this channel stuff goes. So there's gonna be. I'm, I'm very excited for this next year. I'm going to be making a lot of a lot of cool things, but just carrying on, really seeing where it goes. Uh, I'm definitely going to be leaning more into video essays over the next few months. Um, maybe longer gaps between uploads. Uh oh, but you know, <laughs> has to be done for the for the quality. Um, so yeah, just carrying on, really, just carrying on. That's okay. my goal. I like it. Uh, well, that's that's my entire list of questions. Um, I know, I know. I should be coming up with more, but nah, it was good. This is good. This is nice. I haven't. <laughs> this is actually like my first like interview thing I've ever had. Oh really? really? Yeah. I don't know whether you'd be surprised to hear that or not, but like, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people don't really. I don't know. Maybe people just get me on more interviews. So <laughs> Although, so at this point, maybe they'll just be asking all the same questions because I I talk about spy a lot. I don't know if you've noticed. But, I yeah. wait. You do? 
Yeah, I, I, spy I, I, is your I main agree. focal point of everything I, that you yeah, do. Yeah, I try and sneak him in everywhere. I, I know everyone oh thinks of me God. as a soldier main, but like yep. you know, <laughs> you try to sneak him in. Oh, that's I do. That wasn't intentional, but yeah. What? Okay, well you need to start using that all the I'm time. I'm just a genius, <laughs> unintentionally. We um, I'm curious. This is not so. This is off script. Do you do you ever play MVM? I do, yes, quite a lot sometimes. I uh, have like, when I'm just like sick of casual and I played TF2 for like, I've been playing TF2 for like months straight and I'm getting burnt out, I uh -huh. find just going on MVM and just grinding like, just like, I'm not even trying to get Australians at this point because I know I'm never going to get one. I've got, I've done so many tours and not Have you Australian not gotten an Australian? How many tours nah. have you had? Oh, like uh, in total, like uh, 40, 50. And, and you haven't just... gotten a single one? Nah, nothing of huge value other than like crappy bot killer stuff. What? That's but, um, crazy. I know. But um, MVM is just relaxing just to like stick on a podcast or stick on music and just play that. I and absolutely agree. Burnt out on TF2. Yeah. I bring it up because I'd be interested in in inviting you to one. Um, since oh. it's, it, I, I do want to try to play in a match with you at some point because I'm curious to see yeah. if like... I'm curious to follow you around, basically, and figure out what you do. <laughs> um, but because we're in different areas, lag is gonna be an issue. But uh, MVM is less lag dependent. So yeah, it's it's not it's not as yeah it's not as bad. We'll have to absolutely have to set that up after this podcast. Um, yeah, of course. At the at the end of the thing, uh, do you have any do you have any questions for me? Um. How are you doing as a content creator? How's it going? You know, I, <laughs> a lot of people don't ask the interviewer how they're doing. So that's what, true. what's it like for you? That's that's why I try to get in the, do you have any questions for me? I guess yeah, I, I want to talk about myself so bad, but yeah, well, I have go. not done a night with Dawes yet. That will be a thing someday. Oh, sure. That would be amazing, actually. <laughs> um, it's like an April Fool's thing. Yes, that's that's exactly my plan. I <laughs> Content creation is going good. I am unfortunately having the most success with shorts um mm. on youtube specifically which i don't like doing but all of those shorts are coming from twitch highlights or twitch clips right. so i'm i feel less bad about it because i am making the content you know mm. um yeah otherwise yeah. i think it's going fine i'm growing at a slow but a, a slow pace um yeah that's so, fine. Still, still growth. It's still, you know, exactly. Whatever your whatever your end goal is. Do you look at uh, like is this is this more of a uh, just a passion thing for you? Is there an end goal that you're trying to achieve right now? Or? Um, I mean, it's tough. So I I do ha I have a like a like a job, um, and that mm -hmm. job I I run a TV studio in Minnesota, oh, and what? so that's pretty cool. And it leads. Wow. Basically, I'm running a bunch of channels for a bunch of um, uh, kind people who pay me money and me. <laughs> know about me and my channel. So I won't say anything ah, bad about them. Cool. But their like their content is just so far from what I want to do. So doing that all day at work, and then I get home and I'm like, man, I want to make a channel on video games, and then mm. I have these ones supposed to. Yeah, that's so, nice. Yeah, that's a nice source of inspiration. Yeah, my end goal is pretty much I want to put out content and make a name for myself. And then yeah. that's about it for now. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Very um, admirable. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, do you, would you like to plug some socials quick for people that uh, haven't yo. subscribed to your channel yet? 
it's your boy. Oh, you know, all the. I mean, I know, practically everyone in the world has subscribed to me now, but I guess for those last few people who haven't. <laughs> yeah. I for those last say... few that are watching my channel and don't yeah. know about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am hint shot on YouTube. That's about all I do. I don't really. My most active social media is Twitter. I don't do anything else. And on Twitter, I'm, I'm not very active either. But you can join my Discord server and then have more, oh. possibly more meaningful conversations with me. Um, rather than we tweet back and forth at each other or something like that. Or we I'm also in that Discord community posting. And it's yeah, very see? fun. You have a very, see? very nice community around you. I do, yeah. And they're very nice. Not the funniest, but very nice. Um, <laughs> they're definitely not funny, but you know. No. I'm in there, so not everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. That's where I am. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's the end of our time. We hit uh, 56 minutes. Thank you very much for coming on the show. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, pleasure. Of course. This I, is great. I would absolutely uh, uh, love to have you on another one. Of course. Yeah, definitely. Bit. Um, with that, thank you everybody for listening. And we will see you next time for another episode of A Night With. Should I do my classic? Um, do whatever you want. You can you can All say right. whatever. Hey, ready? D yes. Cheerio. There you nice. Go. You heard it here That's first, right. folks. You heard it here first. <laughs>